0: Hello, welcome back to Frontier Sports Baseball. Baseball. Uh, this is episode 16, maybe? Yeah, 16. Okay. With some
1: others that I did in uh, there for various other things.
0: Yeah. Um, and for once, it's actually not too long after the last one. <laughs> <laughs> like, left than a week, I everything. think, isn't it? This. Yeah. All the, is it, um, it's the
1: post-season. The yeah, postseason. season just... just gets you into action, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of not been not been that interesting for a while, and now it is all interesting again. All at once. Well, in fact, there are, there it's are almost four too games on I sort of wouldn't have minded a little bit of a bigger gap between the wildcard games and the Division Series. So we could actually no. fit, our, fit our podcast in between them, but we haven't managed it because you know I was busy yesterday. So, there's
1: basically just, basically just no time is there I mean it's like e- even what stuff we're about to talk about uh, we we don't want to go too like in depth on games happening in a matter of hours but it's like game yeah. twos are happening today yeah
0: I know like, it's all so mental yes yeah, so we're going to basically do like a division league what division series preview after uh, the National League division series is have already started so, but um, yeah, that's how close it is. But actually, before we get on to that, maybe we should talk about the uh, the card games. Yeah. Yeah. Our, the were. Uh, yeah.
1: The one. Well, I guess the the national league one was exciting, wasn't it? Um, but compared to some post baseball there's been in the last few years, they weren't like absolutely mental. Nine eight. Game always flipping one no. way or the
0: other. Way. I'd I'd say that National Brewers one is is pretty is up there. That's pretty good, isn't it? That is pretty pretty good. Yeah, it's just a shame that the
1: game actually flipped on someone misfielding in right field. I can't remember their name. Yeah, it was wasn't it a really weird bounce or something? Yeah, it it always sucks a bit when it finishes like that. I think. I mean that.
0: Yeah, but you know, you know, what I'm going to say, don't
1: you? What it was, though, was um, the Nationals have it, stringing together some good at bats, yeah, for the right time, and not and it, well, like kind of, inst- no one went into hero mode, which it must be very easy to do yeah. in that which, situation, which is, the is basically
0: the what you need to do in the postseason, I think, is
1: not be a moron. Great the key. to be
0: the hero is yeah, that's often it doesn't work that well when you are up against like the best pitchers in the world.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, well, in that he, case, it was well, Josh. Everyone, in the, as well.
0: everyone in the major leagues are, but you know you're up against like the very, very best. Particularly in wild card game, it was like Scherzer and then Strasburg. Um, for the, yeah. the Brewers, you're up against. Um. So, yeah, but you know what I'm going to say about the fielding, error. the um basically it, it's that's basically how the the Giants won Free World Series, isn't it? Well, making people make a play. Yeah. Yeah. You just. You know, put the ball. Make sure you put the ball. Obviously, not just put the not just put the ball in play. Yeah, you, know, you keep rolling along the ground. It's not going to go that well. But um, you know, I, although they did have some, didn't they, where they scored runs on like two, when it was two outs or something on infield grounders and stuff like that. But well, they a basically, few... They just defend solidly. You, it's not all. It's not about the spectacular plays all the time. It's just about make sure you don't make the errors, stupid errors. And yeah, then and just in, fa- keep, in fact, the Cardinals keep on going and being consistent with bats is the I think is the key really. Like the was saying your, the the
1: teams who screwed up against the Giants, yeah. they made a couple yesterday that could have been very costly. Yeah,
0: but how every single at-bat counts. You just have to have that attitude of every at-bat counting and just make sure you it's con- you consistently you know you're not giving the at- an out away. Make them yeah. do something to get you out basically
1: um yeah it's actually in a way more of a grind than the regular season because particularly in a series well or in a wild card game each pitch counts if you get three extra pitches out of max scherzer that yeah. means he can't throw to the a hitter later in the game when they really need him to or whatever like he, that, that's the thing to look at i think i think pitch counts are going to be so huge a particularly um Particularly for the teams who, whose bullpens aren't deep, yeah. there are a few t- few teams in this postseason who have two or three relievers. But you think if they if they get asked to try and go long or one goes to extra innings, that's where the, the really good bullpens are are another level. Yeah,
0: well, I think ba- basically the as has been the case like recently and maybe even longer term. Uh, the teams that win the World Series and or go, go really far in the postseason don't strike out a huge amount and have really good defense. You know, they're not going to give away a game because I mean, what in, in the World card, obviously is absolutely devastating. But even in the series, you know, it's like you lose, you can uh, lose a game on an error, and you go, "Oh, there's always tomorrow." But that hurts massively. That hurts your chances hugely of just giving away. A game for free, almost in a in a five or a seven-game series, and it's like all of them were like the um, I mean, you know, well, there's there's the well, there's the classic the Giants we were talking about, and then the Royals afterwards, obviously hardly struck out at all, and they had Lorenzo Cain, Alex Gordon, Alcides Escobar. Mike Mustakis is a pretty good defensive third baseman. Um, Eric Hosmer, obviously, is, like, known as, like, well, one of the best defensive first basemen. Is like, you know, they had, like, good defenders everywhere. And then, like even the Cubs, when they won it, um, Javier Baez, Rizzo is also, um, like, the very good uh, defender at first. Um, and then you've got... Uh, yeah, um, Jason Haywood, obviously.
1: Brian, excellent. Addison Russell was a very was
0: defending very well at that yeah. point, at least. Basically, not they just don't have um, holes. If you know what I mean in in their defense, they don't have anyone that's a liability. Um. And yeah, yeah, and actually on that theme, well maybe we don't. Maybe we want to talk. Actually, let's talk about the other World Cup game first. I'll come back to that in a minute, but the other wildcard game, that was just... Yeah, that was nowhere near as interesting, was it, as the... Uh, the late comeback from the Nationals.
1: No, I mean, Yandy Diaz... The Yandy Diaz story was quite cool. Coming back from an injury, leading off and hitting home runs his first two-player appearances. Um, sucks for Sean Mania. The Charlie yeah. Morton thing, I think, was is really cool that he did well. He didn't actually pitch brilliantly, did he? He, he had to work through a couple of jams and stuff um but the brilliant thing with that was that looked like a bargain of the offseason and it it was a, it was a big contract by race standards i can't yeah. remember the exact numbers but, but compared it was to
0: actually... a lot a lot of other teams yeah that like could have used him really it was like this
1: and who he is i mean, value. yeah the, the problem was was there's the track record argument and he's in his mid 30s so other teams i think may have looked at that and been kind of a it's like crude analytics. That to me
0: is where it's, you go. No, he's age. thirty-four. We're not. We're yeah. not paying him until he's thirty-seven. I think that is the thing that you have. Because obviously everyone is like uses the these sort of analytics. All the teams do um, things now. These sort of just. I don't know what you call them. These, well, they sort of have these absolute rules, don't they? If oh, if play, players are over thirty. Um, you know. You shouldn't give them long contracts. You shouldn't give them big money and stuff. And you shouldn't rely on them but i think like well the the teams that basically started doing it more and uh, do it to a more of an extent do it actually it's not just about blindly following rules it's like there's actually um some thought that goes into it and charlie moor even though he is in his mid 30s you look at um look at his innings numbers i don't think he hardly um I don't think he pitched that much before he was about 30 did he well not like huge amounts of innings
1: no no and the thing is that he's now because of the the noticeable change with the astros where he basically decided i'm gonna throw hard now
0: yeah. um
1: that because of that he's not you can't really judge him on his career because he's he's almost not the same pitcher. it's not unreasonable to say, he's just like not linked to the guy that he was no before he was what was it 31 <laughs> or 32 when he went to houston
0: um, very free
1: so I thought I thought it was really fitting that he was kind of the guy that led them in that game um, it, it was decided on home runs which is obviously would have been they're particularly dramatic if you're a Rays fan but the Athletics weren't really in the game were they the, the Rays just sort of dominated them um, yeah I, one, one thing I'd like to touch on though is I have seen a few people some of it in jest some of it I think genuinely serious is this record that the Athletics have about losing nine consecutive elimination games. And people suggesting that means Billy Beans' methods don't work in the postseason, which is the most ridiculous, idiotic load of garbage you could possibly imagine. Because th- considering their payroll, the fact that they've been in that many elimination games shows everything. How competitive yeah. Oakland been since Billy Bean's been involved, is... Is testament that it is a, an overarching success. I mean, they they've not won World Series, and obviously it sucked. They lost for them at least the other day. But this notion that somehow it suggests they're doing things wrong. I mean, ultimately, postseason baseball is is sort of a lottery anyway. Like you'd rather they win, but I mean, come
0: on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know, I yeah, I would say, um, I think there is, I think that obviously it's not completely, uh, you know, always goes that way, but I do think there is definitely a certain sort of uh, player, well, in terms of, you know, low strikeouts and stuff, that work better in the postseason than others. Um,
1: i think potentially but to suggest that their whole system hasn't been a success because they've not they've not made it to the world series or anything i think is i I think there are players that are more favored um that they're not going to have as many useless outs i know this (laughs) is something that a lot analytic people don't like they don't like this idea of productive outs all outs are bad and that sort of thing um like, yeah. i agree with you that having having got a certain type of hitter it is is more effective than maybe like yeah you know, the guy that strikes out hundred eighty yeah, times. I, I
0: i think that well the there is the, the yeah the whole thing is that basically it's it's ridiculous it's just there's a, a different f- thing that works because it's, it's the same sport which actually is the case it's the way that the thing um the reason why there's certain kinds of teams that do better in the postseason than others is not because the game is different at all it's just that um it do, you you certain types of hitters and uh like basically give you a chance makes a chance for something to happen every single at bat whereas i mean hitters that strike out a lot for example like you well a lot of hitters they just strike out a home run i mean you know, they are going to have... There are some times where those guys are just going to get really hot in October. And it's going to be like a counterpoint. And, oh, yeah, look, obviously, yeah, you can play like that. It's like, well, if you can, if you're hot. But the thing is, those guys have a tendency to be very, you know, to be streaky. And if they have a bad streak, there's absolutely no chance that they're going to contribute anything at all, pretty much. You know, those guys can could just... In a wildcard game, for example... Like someone who's meant to be your best player, like, well, I don't know. Um, I don't know. So, like, so, like, Chris Davis from the Orioles was saying when, when the Orioles were good, you know, he could, like, you know, he could get really hot and hit two home runs and win you the wild card game, but also, there's a decent chance he just strikes out four times. Um, whereas, guys that make contact more. They're always going to give you a certain level of, you know, of of something, aren't they? There's always going to be a certain, a chance every at bat that something can happen. You don't basically like talking about giving away games and stuff by with defensive errors. Those guys don't just give away an at bat. Whereas the guys that just that strike out and hit home runs. Which is obviously really effective in the, reg- uh, the regular season and can be effective in the postseason if they get hot. There is also a very good chance that they just give away at bats. Basically, their range of
1: outcomes is enormous. That's kind yeah. of the thing with those guys: is yeah. it can be, it can be that they
0: carry you, like you said. Yeah, there is a chance that it does go really well, but also it's very unlikely that you're going to have a group of those guys that are none of them. Are, well, and they don't have. Um, you know, bad periods during a whole month, and then if what if you know if they do have a bad period during the month, then you get knocked out of the postseason. Basically, you know that's the thing. Um, I think that's sort of the reason why it doesn't work is that because in the regular season, after having a bad patch, you can always make up for it by having a really hot streak. Whereas in the postseason, you have a bad patch, and it's over.
1: One thing that I've, no seen, from it. One thing I've seen uh, shared around recently on Twitter, I think mainly, uh, is, it, is about this uh, an article going around that the team that hits the most home runs tends to win more in the regular season, more in the postseason, sorry. And that's been used yeah. as an argument that trying to hit home runs isn't, like being against home runs in the postseason is stupid, which is funny because yeah. isn't it quite obvious that if you hit
0: more home runs, you're more likely to win? Yeah. And, and that's it, is, well, that's exactly it's, my so point that it's not it's not that like it's against hitting home runs it's like yes obviously when you're trying just trying to hit home run if it comes off yes obviously brilliant but when you're just trying to hit home runs and then you strike out every time you you lose <laughs> you have absolutely zero chance of winning you know well like, I, I think bellinger's a very good example of that against the astros yeah. I, yeah, I mean basically what, like, he, he um, was not a hobby to that team yeah he really led them now, offensively he's now and actually he was he's crap. now a Different sort of player, isn't he? He's now a completely balanced all-round hitter, I think. So it's going to be different this time around. But yeah, that, that's the perfect example of it, is he hit, like, four-yard home runs in the regular season. And then it comes to World Series, and he's up against, like, the best rotation of baseball, and his just lofty swing. You know, he's just going to miss... The, he just missed the ball, like, for the whole World Series, pretty much.
1: Yeah, you know, I think there's also a question with those guys about I don't know anywhere that actually does studies on this or if there's um if if it's something that players could necessarily that you could find certain players are are better or worse against good pitches but these guys who who are always swinging for a home run is you're not going to get the the home run pitch all the time in the postseason because like you said earlier about you face the elite of the elite basically yeah uh, it's just it's you're not going to face the the six ERA guy pitching for the Pirates where you get three homers against him in an inning. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen against Steven Strasburg or yeah. Max Scherzer.
0: Well, it's like well, it's like the point if you can, like I was saying, if the big the big like power threats can make up for their you know their their bad periods by just absolutely beating up on bad pitchers. Well like like for example the um the Yankees who have I'd say have a lot of those sorts kinds of hitters, you know, big power but also strike out a fair amount. Like wasn't that was it this year their record against the Orioles was just stupid? Yeah. Like they lost one game or something? Out of nineteen, or was it maybe they lost two? But it Yeah, it's ridiculous. I sort of think it's like if you take that, that out, that record against the Orioles, so their overall record suddenly doesn't look that good. If you look at their record that also must mean their record against the good teams is actually not that incredible, you know. It's it's uh, yeah, but those sorts of um, it is going to distort their well, it distorts. Is maybe a bit of a strong word, but you know, if they can change their records numbers by just being very, very good and completely dominating the bad teams, you know, if they get the opportunity, they're going to put like put it in the stands. But um, they don't play against those teams in the postseason, basically. And if you, I reckon, if you compare the Yankees' record against like teams above five hundred to uh, you know, I don't know, some someone else, who else? Like, well, like the Rays or something, or the Athletics. They're probably not that far off at all, I mean I don't think they're actually that far from their over records, it's probably the best example but you know what I mean yeah it's why
1: the the Yankees and Twins series is going to be interesting because they're both teams that are yeah. ultra home run dependent yeah you know yeah. they actually had the, by OPS plus they had the second and third best offences in the majors this year uh, yeah. And they hit a combined 613 home runs. And I, yeah. I don't know. The thing is that the pitching stars on both teams aren't like scary either, are they? That's the, that's what's going to be really interesting. Is you'd expect this to just be like a slugathon. Yeah. And you, I, I'm. My instinct is to think, well, yeah, you, you pick the over. That is always going to be more runs than you think it's going to be like we were saying the hot and cold streaks come into this and i wouldn't be surprised if some of these games end up surprisingly cagey because you will get you will get like particularly cautious ag- aggressive ballpen usage i imagine
0: yeah but it's just some of the teams don't have the ballpen to you know for that to be that effective do they like the twins ballpen isn't great It's not terrible, though. No, but yeah, have they got the depth though, really, to to be super, you know, active with with it?
1: I think their bullpen numbers for the year are pretty similar to the Yankees' numbers. They're oh, right. The thing with the Yankees is they've got obviously Chapman, Ottavino, and Britton, which is awesome. Can Lee Strike's load of guys out. Uh Chad Green had a pretty mixed year. Yeah. And then beyond that it's it's not incredible.
0: <laughs> who yeah, who who would you pick for that series to win it?
1: I think I'd have to lean towards the Yankees because I was so high on them at the start of the year as much as anything. And that lineup with Stanton and Judge back in it now is is really quite scary. Because I mean, we talk about the offensive numbers comparing the two teams. That's not including that the Yankees actually
0: missed their two best hitters for most of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd give it to the Yankees because, well, like you said, the, the Twins' rotation isn't exactly that scary, is it? Like, they, I think they. Like I think it. Yeah, it's going to be a like a fest. I think basically Yankees. Yeah, they're just going to hit a lot of home runs potentially against that um, that Twins rotation. It's it's good, but it's not it's not amazing. The interesting thing will be the Yankees rotation as well, though, because they
1: they they obviously yeah. can't afford to, to bullpen every game all the way through or anything. Um And yeah. their rotation has had some pretty severe yeah. slip ups this That's year. That's the
0: thing. Yeah, they've been really inconsistent, haven't they? The, the um. Yankees rotation but you also you also feel a bit like like all of them do have the like that game in them where they could they could dominate like they've all of them have done it in the past where they've been dominant it's just they've had periods this year where they've been really bad
1: yeah and that's the beauty of postseason baseball is it's kind of not quite a coin toss but who really knows which one of those we're going to get like are we going to get the James Paxton that just is unhissable yeah or are we going to get the guy who's a bit wild and leave stuff over the plate because this twins lineup has
0: done some serious damage this year yeah and it's deep as well yeah yeah I think that the twins could easily very easily get an early lead but I think if it starts going wrong for the Yankees I'd be more confident in their bullpen too you know, go long, pitch a pitch a big amount of the game, and keep it close. And then I think the Yankees, are, you know, are likely to catch up. Well, they weren't every time, obviously, but you know they've got they've got five games to win three of them. I think that's definitely the, Yan- the Yankees that one. Yeah,
1: what do you see? the Houston, The Houston uh, Rays series is an interesting one. And that you've basically got an old-fashioned Aces rotation against the the Rays' funky pitching stuff.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's sort of, they they also have the Rays. They're um, because everyone always concentrates on their bullpen a lot. Their rotation. They have a great rotation. Really good, isn't it? Like, like what is it that their top three that's going to match up against the um, Astros top three? It's going to be Glasnow, uh, Glasnow Snell, and uh, Morton, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Which yeah,
0: is that, legitimately like,
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: It's really awesome. Verlander, Cole, and Granke, I, I think, have been more consistent throughout the year than those three combined, maybe. But, like, I don't know. I think mean, there's. The, all those those three um, Tampa stars also a bit like I was saying about a lot of the Yankee stars is even though they they have been bad Yankee stars this year, all of those guys I think you know they have a chance to just dominate, don't they? They could just with their ridiculous stuff, and you know if they can command it, if they have a they um, they have a start where they've got really good command. They could just dominate and and win win a game basically.
1: Yeah. Although it's it's going to be hard against that Astros lineup. I mean, yeah, they've got they they have the potential to be pretty much perfect and really roll through them. But it's, I kind of have to see it to believe it that anyone can roll through this Astros team. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't think. Yeah, I think the Astros are going to win the series. I mean, I, to, as much as I was just talking up the uh, the Rays, I think, but like, yeah, I think to be honest. I don't really believe anyone who actually thinks the Rays will win this. Um, no, but I think it could be closer than maybe some people think it'll be. Yeah,
1: I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rays starters managed to hold them. It could well just be a, a pitch off, and yeah. that these are actually all really low-scoring games, and it's just that the Astros lineup
0: is better. It is fundamentally better. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Well, I that's... think to, to be honest, I think the way well, I think they're better in other ways, but also well, like as we know from when they uh, won the World Series, they were also one of like the lowest strikeout teams in the league. I think maybe that could you know if it's a really tight game, um, that may well end up being the thing that makes difference. And I think they're better defensively, aren't they? Yeah. So like yeah, like I mean I could see some of these games being decided by that. I could I could like one of the games maybe could potentially, like you say, be a pitch off where it's really tight and then near the end the Astros manage to you know, they get some runners on and then someone at least manages to put the ball in play or, you know, maybe line drive it towards an outfielder but someone misfields the ball or something. And that's just an um... it. You Look
1: at their roster, it's just unbelievable. The Astros, it's like Golden State Warriors, Manchester City sort of roster. The yeah. Granky thing, I know we spoke about it at the time, but it's just like they've already got this ridiculous cake and they've put another layer on top of it. Yeah, even without Granky, that their, their roster looked kind of Hello? flawless like you won't look at the roster, yet. it's phenomenal. I mean, the Dodgers. Is similar, I guess, to Colville and Grenke, but th- their their roster is very good too. But theirs isn't quite the same
0: as as the Astros. No, yeah, I, I think that's definitely to the Astros that one. I mean, we basically both agreed so far. But the I think the National League is a lot. Um, is tighter than uh than that probably um but and they've already started so maybe any the prediction any predictions that we make that's, are sort of going to be a little bit you know cheaty given the yeah, we well, game each
1: particularly and this this is a difficult one because they're, they're playing in a few hours again I would be amazed if the Cards don't win that series because they've got Jack Flaherty pitching tonight
0: to go 2-0 up on the road. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been so ridiculously dominant in the second half, hasn't he? That's Yeah, that's... oh, Because of really, it's... But looking at numbers over a whole season is sometimes a little bit... You know, Crooked. maybe distorts <laughs> things slight, slightly compared to what their actual, um, you know level they're playing at is, is like Flaherty, um if you look at, wait, over the second half of the season he's basically the best star in baseball, isn't he? So I think really yeah. I mean but maybe he should be seen as I suppose he's not got the experience there's that argument. But maybe he should be seen as like the most scary starting pitcher in the postseason but just because of, you know, for that long he has been better than everyone else.
1: I think you've got, yeah, the trends are so important when it comes to the playoffs. Maybe it is his postseason debut, and I'm sure that there's obviously a chance that he just gets sort of stage fright with that. But there's not enough made of, well, I think the broadcast actually do bring it in a bit. Uh, But because it's so easy, you've searched on reference preference page, and you just get whacked with their 2019 numbers. What's really, really key is like their September and their August numbers. But like if, yeah. a, if a guy in his last six it didn't actually work out for Sean Monet, so this seems a bit silly. Sean Monet was brilliant in his few starts
0: at the end of the year. But it's also just coming off injury, I suppose. Yeah.
1: But with Flatsy it's like there's no sign of like any tiredness at all, is there? Whereas for instance, if you flip it and like Ryu had a, a slightly difficult second half the season, didn't he? So his yeah. his season numbers, which are glittering because he was awesome in the first half, are actually, you know, you can't hit him with a pinch of salt that we don't really know what we're going to get from him in the playoffs. Whereas with Flatty, I'm expecting him to be completely dominant tonight.
0: Yeah. So so you're going firmly Cardinals. Yeah, it might be a Cardinals that. in three, actually. Yeah, what well, you put it down to the, uh, the pitching staffs. Yeah, and that they're going home for, for game three. Yeah. I it's quite mean, difficult it, to look past that now, isn't it, really?
1: It's a real shame, because I, I thought that could have been a, a belting series. But unfortunately, that, that Chris Martin injury really, really hurt the Braves. They they got their, their triumvirate of, of relievers. They got the deadline. And then that that messed up Melanson. The thing we spoke about in the last pod, didn't we, about the the old school closers. One of them is Melanson, who they tried to get up and down. Yeah. And it went belly up.
0: It's nice. It? as it it because of that that injury to Chris. When all our Martin. all our thoughts get proved
1: right. Yeah, and pretty quickly this time.
0: Yeah, within like within that, a, a few days. That's basically the perfect example of it, isn't it? Yeah. We even named him as one of those sorts of closers.
1: Yeah, and it seemed like a risk at the time, but I guess that they were put in a difficult position. He had set up his he set up his pitching staff to carry him to the end of the game and then Chris Martin came out and this is a bleak isn't it I think
0: yeah so I guess that means he's out for the rest of the series at least
1: there's no news yet as far as I can see but yeah that probably means he's cooked doesn't it
0: yeah yeah really I mean I think I I mean we saw it didn't we we saw the don't bring Melanson in um, you know for multiple innings um, so I I think potentially you can you could even put that game on the manager to be honest
1: uh, okay I think Chris Martin's been cut oh right okay he's injured so he's out for at least the series Julio Teheran has come onto the roster
0: not, yeah that's I mean yeah that's uh gonna make the difference, isn't it? to Haran.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who know
0: I I don't know what their plan will be with that. I think that is but basically that, that was a real the, um, shame for them. That's basically the Braves uh, weakness at the moment, isn't it? I think is oh, well they've got a couple of young guys have obviously come through and started being really good but they need a few more guys that they know they can rely on.
1: I don't really know what I think of it. I like the flexible pitching as an idea but I do wonder whether some of these young guys that they're not sure of as starters where they should maybe go all in on them as relievers because they're yeah. so desperate for a bullpen they they've they've used they've moved them all around a fair bit haven't they so far
0: Yeah got yeah well I think Soroka and uh, Max Fried are like now pretty much nailed in the rotation aren't they
1: Yeah like Although Freed the... came out of the pen yesterday. Oh right. Even like, though he's due to start in,
0: in the series. Oh okay. That's weird isn't it? Yeah, I it's quite a snap, but I I'd think I'm down the manager. I mean Or the Melanson thing. Yeah. It
1: does yeah, it's seem not great. like I
0: don't know it's... It feels like there's... Uh, I don't know, that... Maybe maybe we actually... We, we somehow see stuff that managers don't, sometimes. I, I swear... There's like a list of pictures that... wow well, we listed them off in the last uh, podcast. That almost exclusively, every single time you try multiple things with them, it goes wrong. Like, someone should really look at their numbers of when, like... When they're doing multiple innings, when they've come in after they've sat down, come back in after they've had to go and sit down for a half an inning, what the numbers are. Because, like, those group of guys, although the sample size would be pretty small, you know. Well, the, I think that's part that's, of it. And I, I also this, suspect that yeah. the
1: numbers might not be that bad because quite often, I know I've seen it with Kimbrell before, where they try and do it and he doesn't actually screw it up completely, but he gets himself in such a mess, you know, like a sort of walks yeah. two, gives up a bloop, so they score one run, but it doesn't end up a blown save, and he ends up having to, like, strike someone out with the bases loaded to win the game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, the numbers from that aren't a disaster. That's, you know, he's still got job done, But there's also was maybe a sign that he like, didn't have yeah, it, it because he, he yeah, came that, out. That. That,
0: well, yeah. It, although that does happen in Kraken quite a lot now, but, um, you know, like i know when i know what you're talking about like with those sort of guys when usually they've been dominant like all year even for the past few years sometimes it's like that never ever that never usually happens when they're you know when they are coming in the ninth maybe if they blow a save the odd couple of saves they blow a year they'll give up like a game tying home run or something but it's like it absolutely never happens where they walk multiple guys in a row and then give up a base hit but it seems to happen that sort of thing seems to happen relatively often when you uh try and use the multiple innings so yeah I don't know I, I just don't know It's obviously I'm not Yeah, I really love the multiple um, you know the multiple inning relief stuff like I really love all the you know the fancy uh, like innovative relief stu- uh, like relief pitch usage people are doing but th- I think that there are just certain guys that it just doesn't work with I, maybe... well, it's about not just applying it like,
1: yeah. applying it crudely again. is It's, it's, it's yeah. obviously, it's, it's a picture it's by like, picture thing. It's, it's also like probably not asking.
0: And just using your brain for each individual situation rather than just applying some blanket rules to every situation sus- and every player.
1: I suspect there's I probably a thing as well with not asking the players if you're okay to do four yeah. outs.
0: Because I, well, I don't really care if they. And fine well, as with we know it. from Melanson as well, I think if the manager asks him, you know, if he's okay to do something, I think they absolutely will always say yes. As we know, well, I'm not about his injury. Remember when he was injured and was we just pitching with an injury and really being really, really quite bad. When but he the just team pitched was bad with an as injury well. for half a year, I think. It wasn't there stuff that even for a while, like. You know, people didn't know about it. Like, he didn't want to let people know that he was injured and stuff. But instead, you know, all the Giants fans got on his back because he was just... am sorry. Oh, that's probably not great. Because um, he was uh, bl- blowing saves and stuff. But it's because he was pitching with an injury. It's like, just... You're not helping anyone. Just don't pitch with an injury. <laughs> but I think he's that sort of character, probably, that is, um, you know... He's always going to have confidence in himself to, or probably like a lot of a lot of uh, closers are to be honest, or just probably sportsmen in general. They're always going to have confidence in themselves to do absolutely anything. Yeah, so Which if you, you ask them, you if they that can do closer, this, They're not but, going to say no.
1: But it does mean you can't rely on what they're going to say. Yeah, that's it's, what I mean. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing I think for the most part. It's just. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the confidence is obviously good, but that's what I mean—is like you shouldn't trust them. Basically, yeah, no. it, well, the, while that may sound a bit mean, is you—you you shouldn't trust. This might be a bit blanket, yeah, or, but or at least you shouldn't at, trust I mean, the athletes. you are always going to back them to
0: Evaluate their own ability. Basically,
1: I suspect is yeah, because you—you don't really want them to be able to evaluate their own ability a lot of the time.
0: No, they need—they need don't to believe that they're be the able best. To Say
1: oh, I'm not that good. Yeah. And the the trouble with that is it means that <laughs> that's that's an unshakable belief is I could do this, and it's like oh well, no no you
0: can't mate your arms falling off. Yeah. Anyway, quickly, uh, we'd go on to the uh, onto the next one. Um, and th- this is the point actually about how long ago was it ago? Like half an hour ago, when I said I'll come back to that. While I was talking about defense and um, it losing you games. I don't know if you saw any of that game yesterday. But Which game? A, uh, the Nationals Dodgers. No, I didn't. Um, but I saw a bit of it. And, um, well, I don't know if they both actually officially counted as errors, but there was a couple of, um, basically, misplays by Howie Kendrick at first base, um, early in the game, uh, that meant that led to, like, um, you know, runs being scored in that inning. So, yeah, essentially, I mean, although it was six nil, it's like, yeah, that like those runs aren't the ones that made the difference. I mean, it definitely changes the tone of the game and everything. So, I don't know. There's, it, it. I mean, it felt like they'd lost the game early on. Basically, I think. I mean, actually, what, I need to see the scoreboard. Actually, I can't quite remember. But um, yeah, it, it's. They just gave away runs, pretty much, is what I'm saying, with bad defence.
1: Yeah, um, which is isn't a good formula, to be honest. Do. Particularly so if, if you're if, not planning on getting yeah. any
0: hits. Like, they may not have won that game, but they would have had a better chance of winning that game if they did not give away those runs. I mean, actually, it, it wasn't that early on. Okay, they weren't that far down, but I think it was... I think you might have misplayed one in the first. Um, maybe. I think uh, I'd say
1: that I'd say having the same number of hits as errors is bad. In general, yeah. as a formula for playing baseball that is bad. No, yeah, they probably that. wouldn't have won because they the didn't have any it. offense either.
0: But um, yeah, you know, it's it's just unnecessary giving away runs. Is uh, is very very costly in this because now, well, you know, it's Kershaw next, isn't it? Um. And they were already uh, the underdogs in this series, and I, yeah, I give them almost no chance now at all, to be honest. Is Kershaw against Strasbourg, though? Against two? Is Stephen Strasbourg
1: against Kershaw? Is he going to be pitching though? Because he came out, um That's what Baseball Reference has. It seems surprising, but I would have. I don't know. I mean, they can't really well, afford sure been to announced. just to run someone else out there, and it is Kershaw in the postseason, so. You know anything's possible yeah
0: yeah i guess i guess it is but um yeah i mean they, they well they basically have to win this don't they i mean that's well, it's the same for the uh the braves which is why you don't really think they're gonna do it is that they need you can't go two nil down in a, in a um, best of five. This
1: this is why I think the division series, and it is one thing touched upon in my article about changing the postseason. I the division series should go to seven games as well. I just think five is a bit too short.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to have to actually stop now. But uh, yeah, um, do you agree with the, uh, I guess, the Dodgers? Yeah, winning. It probably will be the Dodgers. Yeah. So yeah, um I think we're we'll gonna do another one after the division series and before the championship series, is that the idea? Yeah, if there are if there's any time, if hopefully any Hopefully there will or we'll try and fit one in after game one or something yeah, like that. Like this again. Yeah. Um so yeah. See you then. Yeah. Anyone's listening. Goodbye.